Hello, my name is Sam, and I was born in 1962, so I guess you could say that I'm a late baby boomer. Hi, and I'm Jan. I was born in 1980, which technically makes me a Xennial, right in between Generation X and the Millennials. And you're listening to Generational Roundtable. In this podcast, we're going to be asking a series of questions on a broad range of topics. We're discussing everything from spirituality and religion, psychology and philosophy, history and sociology, and even a sprinkle of politics. We don't have the answers, the final answers to any of these questions, but we hope that you enjoy our mental and spiritual sparring sessions as much as we do. So now, sit back and enjoy the show. Hey, Sam. Hey. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. We made it. We made it. <laughs> yeah. Episode five, right? Episode five. Episode five. Welcome, everybody, to Generational Roundtable, episode five. And we're talking about energy today. Sam, how's your energy level? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'm... I, I, you know, I gotta be honest. I, I'm, I'm the type of person that, as the, you know, I get as as we get to the evening, my energy starts to wane. So, I'm more, much more of a morning person. You know, same here. I think we will have to start recording in the morning. Yeah. on. <laughs> when we're all fresh and caffeinated and and ready to go. Nevertheless, uh, let's let, let's try to squeeze out some energy for our listeners and. Um, tackle this topic we had the idea to pick up on energy in our second episode on time and was it me or was yeah i think no it was you who said time is energy and i thought that was such a great statement so and i think how about we just continue there i'm pretty sure because energy um is so complex that you can go in so many different directions. We may uh, hit you guys with a couple of parts on the topic of energy um, because that goes on so many levels. But um, Sam, do you remember when you said time is energy? And um, do you want to pick up on that? Well, I can try. I, I, I think that I was saying that time is a form of energy. That uh -huh. time doesn't necessarily have uh, a tangible aspect to it it is something that it is a form of energy it's a form of how we can express ourselves rather than being something static that we find ourselves sort of locked into mm. going forward for so for I think time is more of a resource. Would you would you put that more in that category? It, it was, or do you think that um, energy, because energy is something that is used to for something else, to move something, to create something, or to even destroy something. In how would you categorize time 
as as an energy in this sense? I would. So that's a complicated question, right? So, and and I sometimes I have thoughts in my head, and it's difficult to express those. <laughs> but um, but I I think that if we if we look at energy and we understand energy, we realize that energy can cannot be lost. It can't be created. It is what it, it it is. It transmutes itself, right? But somehow we we see time as something that moves forward. It's not. I mean, we did discuss the last time that it, it yep. it's actually cyclical. But the but the overwhelming experience of most people is that time moves in a linear direction, even if we can can intellectually conceptualize how it might be cyclical mm-hmm. um so my thought is that if 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 that is the case and we see that as something that we can lose then that then can we lose time in, in other words so I'm, my thought is that time is is more is more like a form of energy it's more a form of 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 a way to to mobilize ourselves it's a way to 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 move forward to get things done but it doesn't exist in a linear fashion it just it's something that it it it, it's an opportunity to do but we misjudge it so we think that we can lose it we think that we're we're bound by it we think Mm. that we are stuck in it that we are controlled by it and maybe if we would conceptualize it a little bit differently we'd realize that that's not the case that that makes sense that makes sense so i think especially the the cyclical aspect of time um that's something that makes you rethink the concept of of energy too because so because time is usually not seen as an energy more as a dimension Right. And right. Um, I think like when you so I'm not an expert on it, but when you look at Einstein's relativity theories, how everything the, the time is 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 expanding. It's a dimension. Right. It's it's a direction of travel. Um, however, as per our last conversation. um is that linear and flat or is it spherical and round right so um and if it's spherical and round and if it's then time we we keep thinking that time is running out but if but we know energy is not lost right 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 on a linear path into nowhere time could run out and because we still think about our own time that could run out um it can't be energy because energy doesn't get lost but right. we, can we but can we rethink time in a concept where it doesn't get lost right and it, if it's like an infinite loop basically then it's then it's more in a category of energy yeah that's i Folks, uh, whoever wants to contact us and, and give some some input on that one, I think that's it's a great it's a great um, thought exercise of of um, matching time and energy. If we break the linear concept of time, if it's if if time and energy becomes a lot more alike, right? In this, um, 
But energy is a great. I feel like when we when we picked up on this topic, like we we discussed this a little bit. Like energy can be is so vast. Like in preparation for this episode, we really stumbled upon the uh, <laughs> the problem. Where do we start? Um, is is the personal energy? Is it um, atomic energy, solar energy, or or spiritual energy? Um, is or is it even all the same? Is it like what do we? Um, what do we tackle first? And I think we decided to just go with the flow and start and pick up on the time aspect of it. Um, but this one is very, it's, it's thinkable, <laughs> right? Right. Um, but um, what's more important, like, that's why I started asking you also, um, how's your energy level today? Because I feel like we also know if we have a personal energy level. And I think that one is even complex. It is. Uh, physical, right? So um, in the gym, sometimes you, you, you feel energetic and you can, you can work out a lot better. And sometimes you just, you know, you're just not in shape and you don't know why. And it's just like your, your personal, your, your physical energy is, is either high or, or low or normal or, you know, can have so many different shapes. But there's so much more complexity to that, even on a, on a, on a personal level. Right. So, so it seems mm-hmm. like there, there is a, like a, a vibrational energy that we all have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a, it seems to be an energy that reflects what we what we experience, what we think, what we focus on, and that vibrational energy can be more positive or more negative. It could be anywhere along a spectrum. But I think that that vibrational energy probably impacts how we experience time. If we... Mm. Mm-hmm. If, if life is drudgery, then time seems to will probably seem to go by slower. But so, if, if, yeah. <laughs> in other words, say like time flies by when you're having fun. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. And so if, if that is the case, can we impact how we experience time by changing our vibrational levels, by mm. changing how we, how we resonate, how we, how we resonate with others, how we, you know how we how we focus ourselves. What do you think? I, I think that's a, that's a great. You know, I just had a, even a scary thought. So there's there's one remind me of that um, the duality of energy. I think I'm, I want to get into this in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I just had a scary thought. So if if we are always when when time flies, when we're enjoying ourselves, right? Um, and if we change our environment energy wise to 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 a more positive energetic environment doesn't that mean that our life is just going to be over in the blink of an eye because we we made everything so happy around us that it just we just rushed through life um you know <laughs> i felt like <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think that that would be the case i think that you 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 the experience would 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 wow how can i even put this yeah, so the experience would probably be enjoyable. You'd probably experience it as going by quickly, but that might extend your 
Life expectancy, probably. Lifespan. Yeah. So it balances itself out in some way, um, which which I probably find a little bit hard to articulate. But I don't think that that necessarily means that things just go by quick, fast, and in a hurry, and that life ends. I think that the the experience of joy prolongs your life. That's a good. That's that's a good thought. You know, but I I do think that the we are capable of forming our environment through energy uh, and this is now now it's very on a personal level so it's it's when we say well when i refer to energy my interpretation of it is is very very love driven um so for me energy love is in this or let's say positive energy is interchangeable is an interchangeable term with uh love for me and but you know i want to pick up on one thing before going to this um i think most of us have a, an understanding of a duality with energy um positive and negative energy uh, i don't know if this is very physics driven because when we look at a at a battery right or anything magnetics there's always positive and there's a negative right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that even and 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 transferred now into a, a more emotional realm, mm-hmm. we most people see things either positive or negative. I don't think most people of us uh, run around and see things just indifferently. No, but but I would say that it sounds like you're placing a value judgment on positivity and negativity. And I don't know that one exists. Um, oh, this. Oh, that's. Oh, that's another level. So there is. I. I. I do believe that there are. Are. So there is within physics there is positive and negative energy, which is there is no 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 um, value attached right. to any of those. Right. It's. It's literally just just poles, opposite poles, where that makes energy flow. Right. Right. Um, and a lot of times circular. Um, but, uh, and, and then I think there is something that is measurable if, if, if some energy can be destructive and constructive at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sunlight is sunlight is an energy form of energy, right? It may help plants grow. Right. And may destroy other things next to it that can't be exposed to the sun. Right. Uh, in this sense, it's there's there's a duality in that sunlight. It's constructive and destructive. Um, and when you have dynamite, for example, any explosive, it it sets free um, energy very quickly. That's all it is. It releases is energy. Uh, in a small spot very powerfully and usually that is destructive so we could say um, the effects are measurably negative but however if you use dynamite for for um, blowing up the side of a mountain to pave a road it's destructive but then again constructive because something is being built um, but you're right with 
the the assessment so when we look at things the it's i think it's more the emotional value that we put on 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 energy if it's positive or negative but i do th- so th- that's the personal and emotional level but i do think that we can that positive or negative energy without adding a value to it or a personalized view i think can be measured or exists um without a human perception but correct me if i'm wrong like i don't know if you have a different view on this no i don't have a different view i think energy exists um i think that if you look at the structure of an atom you'll see that it has protons neutrons and electrons um and i don't think that any one of those has more value than the other i think that they are what come together to make matter and right. so the same way i think that the positive and negative experience but what but i i i'm i'm looking for a different word because there is a connotation to the use of the terms positive and negative I I don't know that we should necessarily place a value on them in that way. I I I don't I I don't know. I I think that um I think that things exist along a continuum. I think that our experience of things is probably subjective in a lot of ways. But I think that um yeah. that both forms well, you, you you described it as a duality. I I, mm-hmm. and, I and I understand and I I get that. But I think that 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 we can exist on that continuum between the du- dualities that that we see, and that it's it's okay wherever we are. So it's not based on a value judgment. Does that make sense? You, yeah. yeah, makes makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I I. I was recently thinking about the description of of positive energy as masculine and negative energy as feminine energy, and that the, the of course when I say that there's no value judgment on on, on either, mm-hmm. um, feminine energy is creative energy, and masculine energy may be energy um, that propels you forward, but both are needed. You can't exist without both positive and negative, masculine, feminine. Um, and, and, and I think that, that that is where we need to go in terms of understanding duality. The, the, the fact of the matter is, yes, there, there is a dual nature that exists. And, I, and my thought is that with, within that, um, th- that, that tendency to, to try to find that middle ground, to, to, to not look to be polarized on either side is probably where where we where we would best be and um and and that if we're going to then bring that back to our experience of time maybe that's where we want to be in terms of how we experience time there's mm-hmm. complicated i don't know maybe maybe not for for some but it it, <laughs> it is it's it's something to think about, you know. Uh, Sam, you gotta you have to like I I 
never heard the concept of of male and feminine positive or and and or negative energy and i think um <laughs> the funny thing is in 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 these times um just saying that mm-hmm. sounds so not pc in a way you know it's just uh it, because uh, you explained it, you explained it uh just now mm-hmm. um that it's not um value Mm-hmm. Uh, um driven that you know but it's it's not by by calling feminine ne- uh, energy negative it's not it's not demeaning in any way but can well, you no, elaborate and, and 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 even just the thought that that to say that it's demeaning is mm. is 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 a is a is a reflection of our society um and it's a reflection of a, to me a lack of our own um perceptions and understanding there's not there's nothing um there's nothing in, in inherently that in, in 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 what I said that would um, mean that at all, and what I said actually is that um, positive and negative energy are are I mean, and you can flip it if you want to call um, feminine energy positive and, ne- and mm. masculine energy negative, then you can do that also. So it's not a matter of political correctness; it's a matter of just realizing that both are needed and both exist and both. Mm. Um, um, need to be understood, need to be honored, and need to be a part of of what we understand in terms of what propels us forward. Both are needed. It's a flow, right? So yes. when you when you look when you look at it like with uh, any flow of energy now 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 I'm looking at like batteries. Like I'm 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 going I'm deep I'm digging deep into the the folds of my brain like like uh, physics class in 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 primary school mm-hmm. uh rudimentary battery like rudimentary um just a flow of energy from uh, positive to negative mm-hmm. um without these two with this without this duality without the different poles there is no flow of energy so one de- uh, mm-hmm. uh, needs the other right um uh, and yeah, I, I like the idea that that the 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 sex that is is assigned to either one could be either which one. So, but you know, um, what is the, the the what's the current like? I'm you know I would actually have to look this up. What is the normal current? Does it flow from positive to negative or from negative to positive? Which <laughs> way does it go around? I I I, I don't. I don't see. We should have. We should have paid more attention in physics. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know whatever. Whatever is there's there's a flow, and I think um, that is. Uh, but you you know but what? It's... In terms of, in terms of the discussion of positive and um, masculine and fem- feminine energy, I would think that feminine energy would come would come prior to masculine energy. Um, I think that feminine energy is probably where we all start. Where where you know where life begins so i think that if, yeah. if you want to use that as a an, an analogy i would say that um that 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 the feminine energy is where it starts and then it flows out from there um so i don't know but i don't know how, how you would how you would label it in terms of physics so you know i actually looked it up but i think it looks from it looks from uh yeah, it's 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 a current. I think it flows from 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 positives to negative, and then then around. But it's uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> no no from negative. No, it goes from negative into positive. Right. So um, yeah, like in in this sense, this would make if it goes from negative into positive, and if you if we 
look at women as the source of basically life where it all starts, that would make more sense. So it's funny how, in this sense, the negative is the the uh, uh, emotionally attached positive. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's not necessarily. I'm not exactly saying. I'm not exactly. I'm just speaking about. Um, creative energy um as opposed to maybe active energy mm. or or yin and yang as as combining together to make life i'm i'm talking more in in, in that way so it's not necessarily a gender mm. issue it's because i think that we each have um the ability to we we we're each uh we're each an expression of both types of energy you know what i mean whether you're whatever you regardless of your gender right right um, so i i i think that what i'm saying is more or less that we are are um we're working we're we're working to understand how how we propel things forward and i think we propel things forward by understanding things from from the perspective that both forms of energy are needed yeah. But isn't it anywhere anywhere humans interact that there's some form of energy happening and people are feeding off one another? Mm-hmm. Say that, uh, so. Say it again. So is it every time? Like, isn't it that anytime you have have two humans together, it doesn't matter wh- who they are, where they are. Like, it, there is an exchange of energy of some form or way and yeah. right yeah i mean i i feel that that is definitely the case I and mean, you 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 go near some people and you're attracted to their energy you you go near others and you're repelled by their energy for whatever reason whatever whatever it is if, if it's a matter of frequency if it's a matter of their vibrational energy mm. Um, there's, there, there's something about individuals that may or may not propel you toward them or away from them. So, yeah. But that's like the, 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 almost like the energy attraction in this and, or, or, or the opposite of, of it. But I think mm-hmm. it, in the, in human interaction, I think lies energy and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if, so you can put two people together uh, who are attracted to one another in terms of energy levels, who, you know, what we describe, I think, is, oh, we hit it off right away. What a great person. <laughs> However, you are attracted to that person. It can be, it can be physical, it can be emotional, it can be intellectual. Um, you feel a connection with somebody. <laughs> so when you put two people like this together and everything is, they, they, and I think that for some reason, an energy, their energies interact and change the environment and change and probably create a different form of energy. Um, It can be amplified or you can have the opposite situation where you put two people together where just the energy is just off. And it's, (laughs) it's like almost like a cat and dog situation, but by an interaction between two actors in this sense, still an energy occurs like it's like you put these two different excuse me energy fields together 
and something happens like it's it, it changes the the entire environment and everything that they are around like this can be a fight could break out or it just could be just a cold hostile environment or it could just i, I don't i don't know so now it's i'm going on a different level but can you feel that sometimes you're in a situation where just if it almost feels like the whole energy is getting sucked out of the room oh yeah yeah yeah, and, that is definitely the case. <laughs> so you can and but and but if you're very sensitive and 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 and, and I, I believe that the key is being sensitive to to that type of energy, sensitive to your own feelings, sensitive to what what you what we each as individuals want, and and knowing when to move away, <laughs> you know. So there are plenty of times when I would follow my intuition and move out of situations just because the energy doesn't feel right. But there are also many times that I, I, I did not follow my intuition. I knew something didn't feel right and I didn't, and I didn't follow my intuition. So I think that, you know, what were the results Like, has, it's hard because I don't, I think we, we don't always remember when we had that bad intuition and then nothing happened. Uh, I think we remember more the the situations where we had all that you know it didn't feel right something was off and then then something bad happened I think we would tend <laughs> to remember that more um, so I was just about to ask you oh so how many times were you right or not like it, I think it's hard to verify um, if that's always the case that uh, you know we can anticipate just by almost that gut feeling no it, it's it's I mean, I couldn't count, but I, I could, I, I believe um, that it is a skill that we can develop. I believe it is something that we can develop if we, if we are just cognizant of our emotions and feelings and our, you know, our, our intuition is that feeling of knowing something, but not knowing how you know it. I think that that... It, so it's a matter of listening to it. <laughs> I think we all have it, but I don't think we're we're taught to listen to it. Um, you know what? I think that's one thing, and I, I I think we discussed this in the past too. And I think that I think we are actually born with this sense, mm -hmm. and that through certain socialization processes, we are getting more numb to it. And I right. feel this has particularly been enforced in boys. Right. So that from a young age, that, that boys are trained not to pay too much attention to their emotions, that emotions are something that is weak, that's something mm -hmm. that you can ignore, need to ignore. Um, you know, boys don't cry. Right. So who came up with this crap? You know? <laughs> So, so it's it's interesting because so the name of our podcast is Generational Round uh, Roundtable, and um, I know that being a um, a late baby boomer, that I definitely grew up in a time where there was more of a delineation between what boys would do and what girls would do. But the odd thing is that that never really impacted me. <laughs> I, 
I, I mean, it did on some, it, it did on a, on a societal level and on, on a, on a larger scale, but it didn't really seem to be that way on a personal level. So I, I think that my experience being a baby boomer might be a little bit different than um, some of, some of my, other, <laughs> some of the others in, in my generation, but I definitely, um, I definitely see that as being a problem if we if we socialize males to to ignore that intuitive side of themselves, like energy, uh, like, like uh, yeah. because it is energy, right? Like, right. like emotions and that awareness and and being able to read certain <laughs> certain environments. I think that's really. Um, it's in in a way it feels like something is being amputated very early on right and how, how how would you say your generation ooh you know what um harder so being a zennial um i think I'll probably lean a little bit more towards the generation x side if i'm if i'm honest mm-hmm. but i i think it's also environment so where i grew up rougher neighborhood um Mm -hmm. and it was the rougher the neighborhood the 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 tougher you have to pretend to be Mm -hmm. so i think even though um i'm younger what was consensus in my neighborhood was boys have to be tough you have to be you have to be strong you can't show emotions um, mm-hmm. anything emotional was feminine and if it was feminine, it was weak. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the, the homophobia that, that, um, I just witnessed and, and just daily basis, like derogatory terms or anything. So, uh, it didn't really have anything to do with, with actual problems that people had with, with homosexuals. It was the, that idea if a man uh, a gay man is like a woman and a woman is weak and you can't be weak hmm. so it was less homophobic and more misogynistic actually hmm. and if if you happen to be male and gay well you got thrown under the bus with them you know so um hiding your emotions being tough at all times was something that was just normal and like you, like I was, um, as a kid, I, I was shielded in the beginning from that, from that environment by, by my parents. But the moment I had to go to school and a lot of my peers did not come from, from stable homes, there was a lot, I had to really all of a sudden run with, with, with the rough kids. And mm-hmm. that was hard. It was like, it, but I feel in in a way I was able to hold on to certain emotions and 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 maybe also intuition for a healthier, longer amount of time. That even though I kind of had to toughen up or learn, you know, I feel I got blessed enough that I didn't have to destroy it. It wasn't taken from me, but I had I learned how to hide it in certain situations. Mm-hmm. not to fall victim to to uh, uh destructive energy around me 
um right. i grew up with a lot of destructive energy around me and right. um i think what we said earlier it's it's energy can what the effects are can't be categorized or or can't be can't be set like something can be constructive and destructive at the same time uh, mm-hmm. even if it's as simple as as if it's as if you use energy for your personal profit and gain and are destroying mm-hmm. things in that path you mm-hmm. are constructing something for yourself and you're destroying something for others atomic right. energy can power a whole city and has uh, and has uh, demolished cities pulverized mm-hmm. them um, it is really how energy. I think energy, in this sense, first of all, is 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 neutral, right? Okay. And it's more how it is. Energy can be a tool on how it's used or how the effects are. I don't think energy does anything um, um, per se positively or negatively. It can be either or. Right. So, so are you describing the energy that you experienced growing up when you had to, I mean, as positive or negative? Or, I mean, when I say positive Mixed bag. Mixed bag. Honestly, that was a mixed bag. So it was, um, my neighborhood was rough. So -hmm. there was a lot of what, and, and I don't want to call it, negatively too quickly because I've seen so much positive things grow out of this rough neighborhood Um, from creativity, people like great artists, musicians, actors, uh, social workers, people who have created immense things and and that are solely constructive. Mm -hmm. And, 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 because things were rough, um, it was funny that that at, at one point there was a lot of love and caring for one another in smaller peer groups, and those were rough and hard kids. But for whatever reason, they they started caring for one another, and it's never like it was a mixed bag of energy, and it was never it was never static. I think that's like that's the best way to describe it in this sense. However, personally, um, the, when it comes to to a more sensitive and intuition, I've seen a lot of people. Str- I I've seen a lot of harm being done to suppress that or to destroy it. So by having to be tough from the get go from young. So you either have somebody who actively takes that away from you, mm-hmm. and that is a it's it's a violation in a way, mm-hmm. um, or people have to suppress it. If a lot of the people I saw who ended up with a bad addiction problem or or depression or or the the ones who committed suicide were very um, sensitive people. Mm-hmm. And the constant, I think if you feel that constant need that you have to suppress your emotions, 
and that 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 type of energy that you have inside of you mm-hmm. was the, that ended up destroying them yeah well um yeah and and that can definitely be the case so i i you know I, so i grew up in a, a completely different time i i grew up in a in the i came of age basically i grew up in the 60s and 70s so naturally during the 60s and 70s there was much more of a delineation between male and female um i grew up in the hood i grew up i grew up in in the south bronx um where you had to prove yourself in in some ways um i think that was a very quiet um child and teenager and i learned to use that quietness to my advantage um in an odd way i think i was so quiet that i was unnerving to people so they would just <laughs> leave me alone which was which which is actually pretty um <laughs> pretty ingenious <laughs> in a sense i um uh, but that's how it was for me i and so i i i i had very few i had a few encounters and i could definitely hold my own in terms of my ability to defend myself so that's not that's that's not the issue but i i i don't and i don't 100% know how i avoided this need to be hyper masculine or prove myself in in some way of you know getting into trouble or anything but i was able to avoid it i think i avoided it because i was a very good student mm. i do my into school work I excelled in school and I got validated by doing so. So I think that that's probably w- what you know what I focused on at the, at the time. But I definitely grew up in a time where there was much more of a, a demarcation between what was considered masculine, what was considered feminine and and you know and what we would probably consider some forms of toxic toxic masculinity at this this time you know oh you know i think we match pretty much in that sense like my neighborhood was um it's hard to compare projects in germany to 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 the south bronx but there is a certain uh, i keep saying a project is a project it doesn't matter where it's at and a certain (laughs) certain um certain issues certain emotional um, constructs and concepts and and struggles are at least comparable so that i completely share that that part of toxic masculinity um mm-hmm. in in the neighborhood in in a false sense of of manliness and it's um in terms of energy that was um most exhausting you know it's mm. just like like if you have to play tough all the time it's it's so either so either you you get good at like so i i see how you were and and what you did i i remember kids like that that were just quiet and there were kids that got so you had a 50-50 shot so you either were the quiet mm. smart kid that got that got bullied and picked on or right. you were just so just beige and bland like oatmeal that they were like uh you know what uh yeah just didn't even bother and well (laughs) and i was neither of those i was neither 
I, I don't, and I, and like I said, and if I'm, it's, it's sometimes difficult how to analyze your your own self. Right. I was definitely um, never picked on because I could I could definitely hold my own. Um, at the same time, I wasn't bland either. I was actually um, well liked, but but I could say no, <laughs> you know, well, and me no, I could say no. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. And I meant it. And, I, and maybe it was something about the, the way I said no, that people would. And maybe that was a, an expression of, of masculine energy. I don't know. Um, but I could do that. I could say no. And people would just leave me alone. So, you know. I think that was yeah. a good thing what you said in, in terms of if it, mm -hmm. if it was masculine energy. I don't think uh, there's any such thing as masculine energy. With this, I mm -hmm. think it was just a... Um, it was you were resolute about certain things and i think if you if you are convinced and if you have some some of conviction on in, in the things that you do um right. uh, that radiates almost like an authority yeah and right. I, right i i grew up so my neighborhood was i think i spoke about this was very multi religious we had like every every faith on earth represented and we had amongst our friends, we had people who were, who were more strict in their faith and their practices. Um, mm -hmm. Some of my Muslim friends were, were, were fasting, were very strict with no alcohol, no cigarettes, no drugs, but some of their friends were partying hard, very hard. And, mm -hmm. but they were still very close friends. Mm -hmm. And, but a lot of those those people who decided to to abstain from a lot of these things, um, their no, that mm -hmm. was very much respected, and it was not. It was, it was right. that was a no. I'm not doing this, and nobody tried to. Oh, come on, you know, it's the weekend. Right. Here, have a joint, have a beer, and stuff. They were like, it was no. It was it was respected that this was a no that came from a a deeper place, right. Right. And right. it was more to the point when other people started offering them things that the, that our friends were like, oh, no, stop. He don't do that. Don't even try. Like, don't like I don't want you to see him. You know, don't tempt him. Yes, yes, yes. And it was great, actually. So, again, I, the 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 despite that rough environment and a, a, a um, I think something we can also discuss, like there was a danger, like like if there's a rough neighborhood bears dangers. Yes. And I think that a constant danger level alters your energy too. If you grow up with yeah. a certain amount of danger around you, and I, I think we get numb to it because it's normal. Right. Um, and that can definitely be detrimental, in, you know, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, just grow, growing up where you always feel. A sense of a sense of danger is it's a very difficult, very difficult. It's but you know what is it is it the um, the normalization of it? Do you think that's the biggest problem? I think that is a problem. Yeah, I think that we need to to say these things. I mean, and we still need to say these things today. I mean, in these times that we're living in now, we need to say no. There, there, there needs to be an end to an end to unnecessary violence and an end to, um, you know, destructive destructive energy. <laughs> I, 
I mean, <laughs> destructive. Yes, that that is not channeled properly. You know, and again, I think, and that's that's the key, and it's like what what we, the, especially young men have so much. There, there is energy there, right? And if that energy, I think it's just youth, you know, um, right. and it, the energy is just there. It's a blank canvas. The outlet and how that energy manifests itself and that is the key it can be either or it can be it can power an entire city or destroy it right and um i think it it's something that we all have in ourselves constantly and i don't think it, i'm not the i'm not the wiser thinking about if there is if there is positive or negative energy or if there is just energy period and if there's or if there's a flow uh, or if the if if we can if the physical between positive and negative the current the current that exists if this can be separated from the energy that we have in ourselves that we are part of that we that we work with that we consume that we that we give back if the positive negativity uh, within ourselves if this can be translated to in terms of how how it works in physics to how it works with constructive or this uh, constructive or destructive energy um bad vibes positive vibes energy between different people if if we can translate that without judging it it's i'm i'm none the wiser i don't know if 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 there is something almost like a physical component to uh people getting along or not and if (laughs) if because the flow of energy and that what is there can be used like a either like a tool or a weapon mm-hmm. and it's um i've seen the people i've i admire the most i've i've seen a process in their in throughout their lives where they were all always full of energy i mean very energetic people mm-hmm. and they have understood the consequences of their actions to the point where they were destructive. They used that energy for maybe for personal gain, for something that is very short-sighted, but saw the the, the larger negative impact of that energy spent. Mm-hmm. And then they started being more mindful about their actions, how they use that energy, and then how it reflects their environment. And I've seen people who who built great things for for other people with their energy out of this, right. and really and turned this around. Not in terms of, oh, now it's a good person, but I think it's more understanding how your own energy affects others. Right, and 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 then I, I've seen so many instances where it ended up the other way. Oh, where this yeah. energy led to to incarceration. The destructive energy led to more, um, more destruction. Yeah, 
substance abuse, um, just uh, violent behavior, you know, um, non-productive things. So the and then the question would be then how do we how do we foster the 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 positive energy into a direction that is that is well-meaning? How do, we do that? Can we do? That? You know, it's it's actually a good question because. But so fundamentally, we agree that every human being has energy. Yes. Right. Um, so we all have this gift, and the question is, how do we use this constructively? Like, how can we how can we manage it? And I think Sam, that's a great question for next week. Right. Okay. So maybe we go on a personal level because I think maybe we can share how because we have a generational different and also geographically different um, background, but uh, I think but a comparable social uh, environment, like a rough neighborhood, wrong side of the tracks, with all the stuff that comes with it, with a lot of negative examples, right, all around us, and uh, I think. how about next week we, we look a little bit into because again picking up on on our on uh, our uh, uh, what do we want first episode we it, it starts with us mm-hmm. right it's all about how we figured out things for ourselves to to change the environment and everything around us and maybe we can share a little bit about how we are mindful of our own energy and how we are trying to manage it on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. Okay. That sounds great. That sounds great. I think that would be a great topic. Okay. So, everybody, thank you again for listening. Um, and stay tuned until the next episode where we talk about energy part two. Sam, any last words? Uh, no, no last words. Um, um, just, uh, just be mindful of, 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 of your, of your energy and, and just realize that, that we each have both components to our, uh, to our energy levels and, and, and just to balance them is, is probably where we need to try to find the key. Awesome. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. On to next week. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.